Look, everybody loves creativity, good food, and hard work. That's why it's so easy to love Sam's Creations. Sam's Creation is award-winning cannabis food creations. Find Sam's Creations on Facebook and Instagram with Sam's with a Z, Creations with a Z. Or place your order today at 719-283-1701. America. That's right. It is Wake and Bake America show. And it is a motherfucking another great week in the NFL. We're coming back right to you out of the gate with the week 11 results. We've got some news for you. We're going to talk about something crazy, a bit of a weird um, and not an, a weird coincidence, but not necessarily in a good way. Um, and we're going to talk about all of that today. But be, first off and foremost... Um, we should probably talk about your life. I mean, we should definitely mention y'all's life sucks. No, I'm just playing. No, seriously, seriously. Um, the boys are out of the studio, by the way. They've abandoned me for the holiday week. So all I can say to you guys is have a good time with your family and friends. We'll miss you. You know what it is. And I'll also say this. I'll also, I'll also say this. I'll say... Not only should you have a good time with your family, but I do wish you safe travels. Uh, be safe out there on the roads. Be kind out there on the roads. People are mean. We're going to get this party dro- jumping, man. It's uh, the first time I've been solo dolo in, a, in, in, in quite some time, uh, actually, to be quite honest with you. So uh, I think it'll be kind of fun, and uh, I think it'll be kind of interesting to see <clears throat> what we're doing here and what we're going to do. So, uh, but... Before we can do anything, we probably need to get a beer. Oh, got a beer. Good looking out. That was that was easy, right? Isn't, isn't television and radio great? Just pops up out of nowhere. Let's pop that beer open with our really cool, really awesome Speakeasy Vape Lounge collectible. You can't find this anymore from the bar bottle opener given to me by the bar owner. Now we drink. So, I'm a little sad that my friends aren't here with me. It's so much more fun to fuck with them and be hilarious, but it's also business as usual while the guys are gone. Um, which we drink on this show, so clearly this is business as usual. So, um, don't forget, if you've got a comment or you want your take read live on Blunt Football Talk or Wake and Bake America show, which airs Saturday mornings live right here, you can watch it live on Instagram at M-I-S-T-A-T-R-E. That's at Mr. Trey. You can also, um, you can also Instagram uh, at Blunt Football Talk for our football show, which is always live here um, sometime Friday evenings. We don't always have the exact time. And then sometimes we get the show up that weekend. And lately, I've been really busy, so uh, there will be a huge dump of, of data and information coming up. Uh, my smiley face emoji says everything. So it's that time that we have to, you know, we got to get real with you. We got to get true with you. We got to get, you know, we got to kind of dig into your chest a little bit, is what I like to call it. And so that's what we're going to do. Um, you know, but before we do that, we should probably do the scores and highlights from the week before 
and uh, get to it, though, for reals. So let's start with that. So first up, and probably uh, what we want to probably get into is that I slaughtered the guys. In Pick'em, I slaughtered the guys, slaughtered them this week, uh, slaughtered them like baby lambs for the holiday feast. And uh, I am now in first place in the whole thing, not just us on the show. Bada bang, bada boom, bam. We should really get my favorite beer to beer sponsors. Pop the bubbles on the top. So let's go straight to it. On Thursday night, the Titans and the Packers, excuse me, the Titans and the Packers, uh, go head, head to head on Thursday night last week. <clears throat> the Titans win this one 21 or 27 to 17. In my eyes, this one, Aaron Rodgers lost the game. There's a play that sticks out to me. It was a third down play right at the end of the or towards the end of the game where the drive could have kept going. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm still a little under the weather, so I'm sorry. Um, the drive could have kept going, but um, Aaron Rodgers misses throwing to Sammy Watkins. And that right there in my eyes was one of the most detrimental things to the game um when you really think about it uh, Aaron Rodgers I think may be more of the problem there's word out this week that he may have broke his thumb so um I'm trying to get more information on that to be quite honest with you guys so we'll see where that goes and so when I think about this I, I I told you guys I really felt like there was maybe the demise I think look it could be maybe considered that just possibly that horizontally, I don't know if that's actually really the thing here, but somewhat suspectly speaking, at least, <clears throat> that it is possible that our dear friend, our dear good friend, Aaron Rodgers, is not only project his thumb up, but maybe he's fallen off, man. Like maybe he just don't got it like he used to man so i just want to tell y'all that maybe everything ain't what it's cut out to be for mr aaron Rodgers. all right so in the meantime let's move on to the next game so we got the bears uh they go ahead and lose to the falcons 24 to 27 falcons get out of there with one they move to five and six in their very weak division the panthers they go ahead and fall to the ravens 13 to three the ravens now move to seven and three and are in in first place in the AFC North, the Browns, of course, they fall to the Bills. The Bills come back with a good comeback win, uh, 31 to 23. You know, the Bills not going to make that three losses in a row, and the Browns sure made it easy for them to not make it that. The Washington Commanders, they ended up beating the Texans 23 to 10. They moved to six and five guys and potentially are fighting for a wild card spot. And that brings me to a point. Can Heineke take the Philadelphia Eagles to the playoffs? And I've got it written right here on my, on my show notes in bright giant words and underlined with exclamation points. Yes, yes, yes. That is the answer. Taylor Heineke can absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, I don't see how not um, get these guys into the wild card should they keep playing the way they have been. They're at 6-5. and five. They're 3-1 and one under Heineke. I mean, the commanders are an entirely different team. And this brings into what I've been saying for several years, and is that is that is the problem actually, you know, one Mr. 
and shout out to Jacques, by the way. Uh, one Mr. Um, New Bedford, Massachusetts, holla. Um, is this a, is this an opportunity to look at the fact that is Carson Wentz the problem, one, yes. But two, maybe I was right a year ago when I said that maybe he just doesn't know how to get along with other people. Maybe he's been so good for so long that at this level where everybody's great, he doesn't know how to interact with other great people. Shame. But I love a team where the quarterback will be played for. And sometimes that ain't always the best talented guy on the team, but it's the guy that can get shit done when that guy can win. And I'm going to tell you guys, I know a little something about that. I ain't always been the best dude on the team. But when I've made starter and I've and I've got rally guys around me, these motherfuckers, man, I got benched one time and they started playing for the backup quarterback and they were losing just as bad. And I tried to tell the coach, I was like, it ain't me, man. You got to get better people on our team. And then I thought about it and I was like, when I, I'm going to get my job back because he's stinking it up. And then when I do, I'm going to show him why we were winning games despite the couple of games that we lost that got me benched, right? And you start to show like that what you're really made of when you show that, hey, man, maybe I'm not the most talented guy out there. Maybe I'm not. But guess what? I'm going to do my damnedest to get this team to play for me. And what you'll find is, is that, yeah, the most talented guy isn't necessarily the guy that will win for you. Now, a lot of times at this level, yes. But at other levels in high school and in college, sometimes they just don't want to follow some punk prick, right? It happens. It's part of the game of football. But what you're seeing in Washington is what I've seen in real time in real life, and that's that maybe that not the best guy for the job is getting a goddamn job done in Washington. And that's a fact. That's a fact. If you stick around, Jacques, we'll be getting to our tribute to Club Q later in the show. A little too close to home. A little too close to home on so many levels. And we're going to talk to that about that in the next segment. But I wanted to use pause for the cause. And I got an honorary uh, bowl that we're going to toke in memory of the folks over there at Club Q. So we will get to that, Jacques. I promise you that much. There's no way in hell I'm not going to show some love to a club that I actually did work for and worked with the owner, Nick, and uh, know him and am very thankful that uh, I was actually turned on to him by the um, uh, manager, GM of, of the club I worked at, that I was worthy enough to put together music for the uh, uh, LBGTQ plus community and not be a member of that community, but support them wholeheartedly and be honored to be picked and put their music together for that club, uh, for the off nights and for the the premix before the DJs get in there that do actually work there. Just an honor. And I want to talk more about that later, but thank you for bringing that up, Jacques, because it is a terrible time in our state and a terrible time in this country when there are people that are speaking. Well, you know what? I don't even want to get into it because I need to get into these scores. But thanks for trying to goat me. True story. I got ADD and I'm passionate about things. I'm goatable. It is what it is. We're drinking beers and celebrating a great week 11 in the NFL. So the Eagles barely squeaked by the Colts and managed to remain 9-1. and one. Um, And honestly, 
Uh, they're still in first place in the division. There's a lot going on there, but it's you know it's a little hard to really look down on them. Sometimes you're going to play a team like the Colts that are rallying around a new coach that just came in midseason who's one of them, a Colt for life, one of them, and he wants to come in and help out. And so they're rallying around him. But, yeah, the Eagles get away with one. Jalen Hurts with a score right at the end. I was actually watching the end of this game. And also in another crazy end to a game, the Jets lose to the Patriots 10-3. to And, guys, I got to tell you out there that um, forget the special teams mistake at the end of the game. Forget not just kicking it out of bounds and letting you get your defense on the field and forcing them to actually beat you or go into overtime, right? Instead of doing that, no, no, let's not do that. That seems like a terrible idea. Why would we do that, right? That's a horrible idea. So instead of doing that, what we've decided to do is we've decided to um, go ahead and let him score. But forget that part. Forget the kick return at the end there, all right? Let's talk about two yards in the second half. Right there. What is that about? That is like old jet shit. That is like the Jets of the past shit. And don't I don't want to even hear about Zach William or Zach Wilson and his comments after the game because that's actually part of the news this week. So we're just gonna let that um, be what that is for that point. Um, thank you. I'm actually somebody uh, sick tease Jamie from Pueblo, one of my buddies. Man, he says, "Hey, love that jersey rocking." Yep, I'm rocking the Christian Polsick 2019 World Championship jersey, um, and. Uh, I am uh, really excited, actually, for the World Cup. And uh, actually, I'm glad you brought that up. We'll be talking about that in the news as well, funny enough. Uh, I'm still waiting for the jersey from this year to come in. I ordered one, but I'm still waiting for it to get here. And I ordered the blue, um, and I also put my name on it and my number because I just figured that I'm always Team USA, so I deserve a Team USA jersey, you know. But this one's Christian Pulsick's jersey. This is my guy. You know, he plays for my professional team. But anyway, we'll get to that later because we do have some news about USA soccer and the once every four years world cup now um sick t says that's my kind of football you know i know that about you actually <laughs> uh let's see here so we got the rams uh they lose to the saints and the rams are spelling just trouble right now of course cooper cup injured lots of problems there the the giants of course lose to the lions the lions smoked them 31 to 18 a lot of people have been supporting the giants now after three losses starting to see them somewhere in that 10 to 15 range you know maybe uh as a team and not that top 10 uh, top five range for sure. I'm one of them. The Raiders beat the Broncos and steal the Broncos horse and ride out of town to back to Las Vegas. Let's ride to Vegas because that's what happened. So the Broncos go down uh, 16 to 22 to the Raiders. The Cowboys put a molly whopping on the Vikings 40 to 3, proving that they are coming for the Philadelphia Eagles and the NFC East supremacy. They are in the first, they are absolutely without a shadow of doubt in first place for the wild card in the NFC East. Let's go to the Bengals beating the Steelers 37-7 as Burrow cruises to 6-4 and four and remains in second place in that division. The, the Chiefs move to 8-2 with a 30-27 win over the Chargers. The Chargers tried to come back, but man, just I think too many injuries, too many problems, and they're just not, you know, the you know honestly, Justin Herbert had won this game for his defense, but the problem is, is, is that quite frankly, guys, at the end of this game, 
Patrick Mahomes did something that Justin Herbert couldn't prevent. And this is why I say there's no such real thing. No, there's no real such thing as a quarterback duel. Your quarterback is facing your defense, not you. So the problem is, is once again, Justin Herbert gets the Chargers the lead and the defense finds a way to blow it. And I think it's more interesting in this game that Jalen Ramsey was the reason that this game was blown because he's such a staple and such a state, a, 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 a benchmark of the defense there in LA uh, with the Chargers and then you see him be the reason why they lost this game if you ask me with the blown coverage um, on uh, uh, on uh, uh, Kelsey and that's what blew this game and that was a great Sunday night game and then of course on Monday night the 49ers smashed the, the Arizona Cardinals at Arizona's house, kind of, sort of, in Mexico, where there were more 49ers fans in uh, the Aztecia uh, arena there uh, that holds 80,000 people. Um, probably They said it was probably like a six, it was like a, a 60-30 Cardinals-Niners split. So the Cardinals played a home-away game, while the 49ers played a home game away, if you know what I'm saying, and whooped the hell out of them. Still pissed off. On the bye this week, it was the Buccaneers, Jaguars, Dolphins, and Seahawks for you fantasy folks. So let's go ahead. We're going to take a short break because the guys aren't in the studio. We're going to get some commercials in for our sponsors and our friends, and we're going to go ahead and take care of a couple of things. Shout out to Sick Tees, by the way. Check them out at S-I-K-T-E-Z.com. That's SickTees.com. We're going to be back after the break where we're going to get into pause for the cause and a sad... But honest coincidence, and when I tell you the story, I think that you're going to just realize how real this show is, how heartfelt this show is. We'll be back here in a second after the break. Of course, you're listening to Blunt Football Talk. That's pro football done unprofessionalist. Fuck. You know. It's Thanksgiving time. I miss you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. I love you guys. Where you invite the folks that you normally fear. It's Thanksgiving time when you are forced to see every single bad apple on your whole family tree. Yeah, you're technically related, but they don't share your genes. If you're looking for a cut, trim, color, or just an updo, check out Jamie at Rebel Hair Art. That's Rebel Hair Art on Instagram. You can book with her at 719-262-9011. That's at Studio One Salon, 262-9011. I ain't a politician, ain't a politician, but if I was with these tattoos, would you listen? What if I'm not into kissing babies when they christen? Jamie Johnson for city council became a mission. Speak easy, daddy, on me. America. That's a little Mr. Trey track for you guys out there showing my own self some love on this show. But um, it's it's definitely the Thanksgiving football show. By the way, don't forget this week, guys, three games on Thursday. So it's going to be a great week. If you got that day off, I know I do enjoy it. If you don't, that's some bullshit. 
Um, that's actually why Podcast P isn't here. His day job is in retail, and so he has Thanksgiving off. But in order to have Thanksgiving off, he had to work his day off, which is the day of the show and the day out. He had to work his day, move his days off, basically, in order to compensate for company needs. I know what that's like. I've had to move holiday days off and vacations. I've had to move them to a different day. I won't move my vacation this year. My vacation is in December, which fucking sucks. Can I just point that out? But since it's to a Broncos Cardinals game, I'm with that. So it's okay, but it sucks. This is, it's time for uh, pause for the cause. And I think that we've got the right, appropriate uh, sponsors for this pause for the cause drawn up here. So we got two sponsors for pause for the cause, uh, two people that are very um, supportive of the LBGTQ community. So when it comes to haircuts, colors and trims, or your next special event, you want to look your best, right? We'll see Jamie from rebel hair art because she doesn't choose who you, she doesn't care who you love. She only cares if you choose her, her as your hair salon stylist. So stop by and see Jamie at rebel hair art at studio one. That's 4709 North Academy Boulevard. Or you can call Jamie at rebel hair art at at 719-262-9011 for your next hair sesh. And also co-sponsoring our heartfelt tribute to Club Q. Um, Everybody loves creativity, good food, and hard work. And that's why it's so easy to love Sam's Creations. Sam's Creations, guys, it's award-winning food creation. She's award-winning cannabis chef. Check her out on Facebook and our Instagram. That's Sam's of the Z, Creations of the Z. And don't forget to put your order in today at 719-283-1701. I actually have to go pick up a medicated pie tomorrow. Well, technically, Cammy does. <laughs> but y'all know I'm slick like that. That's how I got out there, right? So I do that like that. Dad. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but I did want to tell you guys that, um, so thank you, uh, to the girls, uh, for their, you know, help support Sam. Thanks for the pies. Um, I'm glad you love your commercial ladies, the commercials I make for you ladies for our show. If you don't listen to our show on your favorite podcast server, you probably should, or you can find us any of your podcast servers. There's, there's a little link and an icon for all your favorite stuff. Check out our sponsors on the webpage. It's www.wake the letter N bake America show.com. Now, um, I do want to get to our tribute. And, um, so oh my God, anyway, so anyway, <clears throat> so I just wanted to tell you guys that at no time in America is violence okay. If you're defending your home and you gotta smoke a dude, I get that. If you're having a hard time in life and you don't like the way somebody else is living their life, I do not understand that. Matter of fact, it's so core in me to not understand it that I can't even begin to try to, and nor do I want to understand it. Violence is never okay, ever. It's never the answer. If you don't like how someone else is living, Try talking to them first off. Second off, maybe try not judging them. Third off, maybe mind your fucking business and not care about, worry about them. So the story I would like to share with you guys is that, that this show has always been about uh, people's rights, whether that be transgender individual, whether that be, you know, a gay, lesbian, Q plus 
Whatever. Nothing. Maybe you just identify as nothing. You're like, I'm nothing. I take up fucking mass here. I hate it here. I'm nothing. I mean, that's basically my stance anyway. I'm, I'm nothing. I like girls. I take up space on earth. I hate it here. Full stop. What more do you want to know about it? Right? So, um, I just want to say that it just sucks because on Saturday, the day before the, the day, well, technically the shooting was that night into Sunday morning, right at midnight. And I'm sorry if I'm a little distracted, but I know two of the people that were killed. It's a tough time for, for you know, I just know them through DJing and professionally. And I'll explain my, my knowledge of them and, and, and why I'm not trying to interject myself into the situation. But you cannot DJ in this town for 25 years. Love everybody. Be as eclectic as me and not DJ everywhere and not know this goddamn club and not have done work at some point for this club. And I am proud to say that I have done work for this club and helped this club and, and put music together for this club. That's Club Q, a shooting in Colorado Springs, killing five people and injuring over 20. And so um, the gunman subdued by um, some of the um, parishioners of the bar. Um it's just, um, it's frustrating. So I would like to say their names. First off, I'd like to give a shout out to Nick, the owner. Like I said, he's put money in my pocket. I appreciate you, dude. Um, I appreciate you, what you do for the LBGTQ community in this town, providing a safe haven for folks who maybe don't feel safe everywhere they go, right? Maybe feel judged. So I just want to say thank you to Nick for that. And then also I want to say, <clears throat> I want to say, um, the names of these people. So the first two I want to mention is Ashley and Daniel, because I knew Ashley as a club goer from another club I worked at. And then I would like to say, uh, Daniel, because I knew Daniel. He is a, uh, or, or was a, I'm sorry, you know, it's hard, but he, he was a bartender at Club Q. When I would go in and drop off music, he would be at the bar cleaning and getting the club ready. And I would just say hi to him. He was super duper nice. It's not fair what happened to him and it hurts. And maybe I only knew him in a business sense, and maybe I only know her because of my work in DJing in a business sense. But if you've ever met me, whether I'm working as a DJ, working as a radio host, you know, fixing your fucking modem, I'm just a nice, personable dude. I always have been. You know, I may not like your politics, but I won't necessarily judge you for them. Depends on what you're doing and who you are. But but these people were good, two good people that I knew, and that's just heartbreaking. Um, Kelly. Raymond and Derek as well killed um, so many people, too many names to name of the injured, honestly. And so we're going to use this show to pay tribute to them. And so I'd like to take a moment of silence. And um, so podcast on Saturday, po- before I take the moment of silence, I just want to tell you the story. So we love the gay community. We love the trans community. We're very supportive. And so I'm getting choked up because this, this shit's, I'm fucking, fucking sick of it, man. I'm fucking sick of it. This shit's bullshit. I'm fucking tired of it. It's bullshit. It's been bullshit. It'll be bullshit. It's always was bullshit. So I'm just going to say this. I'm sick of it. Why can't we just be nice to people? Why are you so worried about who the fuck somebody fuck or love, man? It just don't make no damn sense to me. Like, fuck you, man. So anyway, I'm sorry, but Podcast P, we love the trans LBT. TQ community. I fly a pride flag every year and out of respect for them in the summer um, because I know what it's like to be a minority and mistreated for one, right? Like I know what that feels like. So with that said, Podcast P, I had sent him a story 
and it'll be the story we talk about. So I needed a drink to kind of kind of got a little choked up there, and I'm sorry, but it pisses me off, and at the same time, it hurts me um, because I'm a fucking real human too, man. So on Saturday, I sent Podcast P a text, and I said, "Wow, we got to cover this story." And I'm just going to read you guys the headline, and then I'll, I'll go over it a little bit more in a second after the moment of silence. But on Saturday before the shooting, I said, wow, we have to cover this story. And the story was, the headline read, first openly transgender NFL cheerleader, Justine Lindsay, a face of the possible. And I said, we have to cover this story, Preston. There's no fucking way. Wake and bake, not wake and hate. You coined the term, my brother. I just wore the t-shirt for you because I loved it and what you did with us. So... I sent it to Podcast P and I said, brother, I said, hey, you got to cover this story, dude. I said, you got to cover this story. I said, this is a great story. You know, we love the the trans and gay community, so you got to cover this story. And then that night, the shooting happened. And and it's just an eerie feeling to know that, that we were already trying to show these people some love and representation and that somebody decided to create hate in our city, which in no city it should be acceptable. So um, right now, I'd like to take what we call a bong rip moment of silence so we don't talk, but I'll rip this bong in honor of them. And then I would like to play a song that makes me laugh because I'm sorry, guys. It makes me laugh and it makes me cry because it's so fucking funny. It's a song by RuPaul called Sissy Walk, and I'm going to push it to the max and I'm going to play it as long as I can before I get sued by Ru, which I don't think he would at this moment, but you never know. Some people, you know, you don't know, but uh, I doubt he would. He'd probably let me slide on this one. (laughs) Moment of silence for the lost five, the more than 20 injured in the Sunday, early Sunday morning shooting, overnight shooting in Colorado Springs at Club Q. Thank you. And now, I mean, how can I go wrong with, you know, with with with, with a little with a good little Rue song for you guys? Y'all don't y'all ain't never heard, bro. I never heard this. I've been to the gay bars with my girlfriends and their friends. I, I ain't never heard this before. But when I when I did some work for the Club Q, this was one of the tracks I found, and I just uh, I was like, this is great. Like, this is great. You, you don't have to be gay to like this song. This song has spice, sass, fire. On this show, we don't have to be human to see the problem here but it it you know it is blatantly obvious when that hits home first because it hits home it hits home um you know i got i got uh you know i got gay nephews and uh family members and bi and uh whatnot uh family members and friends trans and so forth and you know so for me it's it's actually personal you know for me it's um 
It's, uh, you know, God forbid any of them are ever targeted for who they love. It's just in a world where where we, we say we, we want to be, we want freedom. We want true, absolute freedom. But you can't love him or her if you're a him or her too. And that just don't, I don't understand that. Like I'm, I'm a celestial soul, man. I'm, I'm guided by the universe. And so he, she, them, they, us, we, it don't matter to me what you are, who you are. I mean, it does, but in a positive way, not in a negative way. So it just breaks my heart. And especially having some ties to the club and, and knowing the owner and, 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 and knowing what the bartender killed and one of the parishioners, it is absolutely horrible. And by the way, Ashley was a mom and deserved better than this. Her daughter deserved better than this, guys. Let's keep it trill, homie. Let's keep it trill. So let's go to our next story. It's time for the rest of Pause for the Cause. After becoming a member of the Carolina Panthers, the NFL website is reporting that uh, the Top Cats cheerleader, uh, Justine Lindsay, had heard that there was nothing like the team's first home game of the season. This was back in March. And of course, it proved to be true. Uh, she said it was the best moment she could imagine. And um, she recalled an interview earlier that week um, of the Panthers season opener on September 11th. She said it felt like it was about 150 degrees and there were so many people in the stands. It was a beautiful Sunday. Uh, Lindsay 30 is the first openly transgender cheerleader in the NFL and her arrival in the NFL was the first was first announced in a personal Instagram post back in March and was followed in June by <clears throat> a host of media coverage but we waited and sandbagged the story because uh Saturday was supposed to be National Drag Day or Sunday was supposed to be National Drag Day so we were going to cover this story today to show respect for the drag community and um and to show them a little love because you know what we love you look man i don't care what you dress up like do you hate the 49ers then we're friends okay that's all i'm saying that's all i mean i'm a true celestial soul i don't care about your religion i don't care about your beliefs i guarantee you i know one thing and the universe don't look like none of the books you wrote as men and you follow as men and you can, oh my God, said that to him to write. Okay, well, you can say that, but I'm a logical thinker and a, and a logic person. He wrote that down. I don't give a fuck. You know what the fuck? I think of crazy shit too all the time. If I start saying that, all of a sudden I'm in charge. I'm so sick of people trying to tell people how to live based on religion or their political views or this, that, and the other. Bro, leave people the fuck alone. It's trifling what y'all do. Shout out to Lindsay, though. 30 first transgender cheerleader doing it for the Carolina Panthers which if I'm not surprised that the NFL has changed its stance and has pivoted towards things that are more humane I just want to say I'm not surprised because it wasn't a good look for them uh, back in 2016 with the whole Kaepernick thing to play politics but anyway and I'm sorry I'm a little snivelly but we had an emotional moment on this show, and that's okay because we were celebrating friends and and people that we had met working in the community of DJing that had been slaughtered because of some prick's fucking personal point of views. And I'm sorry if that offends you, but that's just the fucking truth, man. So, I'm so cottonmouth. Ah, 
Ah, but that's what a refreshing brewski's for with your broskies. So let's do this. Let's go ahead and um, now that we've got pause for the cause done, we're going to go ahead and shift gears here a little bit. We're going to get into the news and... I'm sorry, but my nose is so still running from from getting a little teary-eyed and upset about losing people that I've met personally in life. That is is so much harder to grapple with, and I wasn't best friends with any of them. But I'm angry for them because it's damn wrong. It's damn wrong. You shouldn't be out hurting people just because who they love. Shouldn't be out hurting people at all. But can we just say that first part again for who they love? Oh, Jesus. So anyway... So it turns out that after Deshaun Watson, now quarterback for the Browns, signed his fully guaranteed contract with them during the offseason, a lot of owners were not very pleased about the fact that he got all of his money guaranteed. Now this ha- and, and, and by the way, this doesn't even have anything to do with the fact that he had so many sexual assault allegations and some of them were proven to be found to be true. Um, while they may not have rose to the level of criminality, they were definitely proven to be true. And so um, some owners may have believed that uh, Watson's deal would set a quarterback precedent um, that would force them to negotiate contracts similar to Deshaun Watson's, which is exactly what Lamar Jackson is doing. Probably what Kyler Murray tried to do and probably what Russell Wilson tried to do at Denver, to be honest with you. So now it turns out that the NFL Players Association is filing a lawsuit and claiming that Ready for this? NFL owners colluded to prevent teams from paying players fully guaranteed contracts, more specifically quarterbacks, which at the time were the only ones asking for those. A third-party arbitrator is expected to hear the NFL Players Association, which is not just some name. It's actually the union that represents the players. Again, retired, past and present, and the (coughs) – and current – and against the owners usually uh, versus the owners in the NFL. A lot of the times, to be honest with you, (laughs) really want to know the truth. But anyway, so uh, I am so sorry. I'm snivelly, guys. Like I said, I'll get myself right here in the break, but we got to get through the news and one more segment. So I apologize, and I'm trying to haul ass. Normally, I'd have one of the guys cover for me. I'd run out of the studio, down the hall, into the bathroom, but I can't. So, um... This could spell trouble for the NFL and the um, owners because it's the NFL Players Association argued, according to the report's uh, recount of the... It says the Pash memo that owners made an agreement not to offer large-scale, fully guaranteed deals going forward, Right. So that's pretty important to note that the collective bargaining agreement does not mandate that team owners offer fully guaranteed contracts during negotiation with players. But it's being reported that, of course, we talked about that uh, Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson has been in an ongoing quarterback. Um, He's been in negotiations with his team. And funny enough, it says that 
the Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson's ongoing negotiation was even mentioned leading up to the the claim that uh, they were trying to curtail. So now, um, it looks like this could get interesting if proven to be true. Very much so. So, um, it would... Yeah. It says, according to NFL rules, a team has to pay the majority of the guaranteed contract within the first year of the deal. But the Players Association wants to know whether teams are operating independently when it comes to declining the offer of a guaranteed contract. An NFL spokesman declined to comment, and the union did not provide any immediate comment. The evidence the NFL player says it has to support its argument is not known at this time. That is according to a report from... Fox News, believe it or not. I told you guys, I do read everything. And from everywhere, don't ask. So anyway, just keep that in mind. Let's move forward. Next story, Zach Wilson, right? Fucking up, saying fucked up shit. So now there's a story right now that says that Jets, uh, Robert uh, uh, Zalian won't commit to Zach Wilson as the quarterback Sunday, right? So I'm like, wait, what's that about? So then I looked into the article and I was like, holy cow. So it it sounds like um, it's pretty likely that uh, that uh, there could be some little controversy going on here. So um, about three, just remember that uh, about, oh, I think it was, was it three weeks ago? Yeah, three weeks ago, uh, the head coach of the uh, Jets said that, of course, Wilson would be the starter for the remainder of the season, uh, barring an injury. And on Monday, he was non-committal to whether the 2021 second overall pick would even start against the Chicago Bears, this according to ESPN News, which I feel is fascinating because you probably, like... Honestly, bench him. Fuck it. Just bench him. He's an arrogant, spoiled, pompous little prick. Fucking bench him. No one has ever put him in his place. And it's time for the NFL to do so. Because you're under contract. You're not going anywhere. You're drafted in 2021, which means you're not even eligible to play anywhere until 2025, but they can invoke the six-year franchise, rookie franchise, fifth and six-year rookie franchise tags because you were the second pick overall in the NFL draft. So you're not going anywhere if they don't want you to go anywhere for six years. Now, we've seen how this unfolds, if they're shit quarterbacks or whatever, but I think you should bench him. I think you should put him down, sit him down and bench him, let somebody else take snaps and uh, for, for just a game or two, and teach him a lesson because he has no ability to take accountability. I've seen it from from everybody, from Dan Orlowski. I've seen it from everybody. Oh, uh, I like Dan Orlowski, by the way. He's a quarterback, and that's why I bring him up. But I've seen it from... You know, guys like um, uh, 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 um, um, the uh, morning football guys over on the NFL Network, you know, people over at nearly every sports station saying this guy lacks the ability to take accountability. And that bothers people. And you know what? If you ask me, it probably should. I mean, honestly. Now, 
So here's where I get with this, okay? Let's just call it what it is. Let's just call it what it is. This kid has maturity issues. He is an over, he's a spoiled brat. Like he, he didn't, like he grew up like a, 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 a middle-class wealthier kid, whatever you want to call it for a middle-class wealthier kid. He grew up a spoiled brat with everything given to him he probably wanted. And so the truth is, is at the end of the day, sometimes you got to put a spoiled brat on the sideline. So he learns that you don't give a fuck. If he plays at this point, because you don't fucking like him and he better fucking tighten up who he is because who he is fucking sucks. And you want me to prove it fucking sucks because his fucking team is going to follow him because he has no ability to take accountability. And like I told you guys earlier in the show that worse quarterbacks like Heineke, who are quote unquote statistically or uh, whatever you want to call it, like on, on the charts worse from, 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 from the aptitude standpoint of football and skill and talent and speed and size, whatever. When you put the guy that's in that's not that, or, or maybe put an old guy in who's not that anymore but knows how to command the respect of a locker room, Flacco, what? what you end up doing is, is you end up showing that kid how you lead. When you fuck up, you take accountability. And, you know, there was something that was said, and I can't remember where, but he said, it might have even been Ryan Clark, actually. I might have been watching one of his videos. But he said, you know, all he had to do was put it on him. Walk away. He would have walked in that locker room, and the whole defense would be like, dog, that ain't just on you. It's on us. We got to play better. But he, but instead, he's like this, that, and the other. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm out. You suck dick. You're cool. I'm out. And you're just like, and I mean, that's not what he said. I know that. But what I'm saying is I'm paraphrasing an asshole verbiage, how to be a dick 101. That's what he did. And so um, just, you know, I always tell people the one benefit I have on this show is I've played quite a few of the positions that we discuss. Um, I've even played guard. That was fun. I actually played guard once. It was pretty cool. I played tackle two once. It was pretty cool. I was like a peewees. I was too big to be, to carry the ball, so I had to play tackle one year. And I, it was, and I still scored a touchdown. They fumbled the ball, and it bounced in the end zone, and I ran in and jumped on it. I was like, I, I told the coach when I came out, I was like, see, coach, I told you I'm really a running back. He said, you're too big to carry the damn ball in this division. I said, I should have moved up. God damn it. Anyway, um, so uh, the – Fun part about me being able to do that, though, is is that I'm very um, up and, and familiar with, you know, how I look at and feel about the players, the team. <clears throat> I tell people, man, like I've carried, I've shagged balls, I've carried, I've carried, I've had to pick up the equipment, all the way to being a starter, all the way to being an assistant coach. Uh, well, a positions coach, an assistant coach, then a head coach, and uh, and 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 uh, then a broadcast. Uh, well, first off, a, a a team reporter, stadium announcer, then a broadcaster, um, and so I've got the luxury of literally from like like I always say, from the eye in the sky down to the damn equipment room I've had just about every job you can have in football and that's a pride factor for me because I'm a bit of a renaissance man and it's given me an opportunity to really see people's perspective on stuff and I'm just going to tell you guys like if I was on that team I'd be like you know what fuck that guy like fuck him you know what if I was if I was a guard or a tackle I'd be like you know what the next time this motherfucker do something I'm just going to let his ass get sacked because Fuck that guy, okay? I'm telling you right now, like anybody who's ever played the game ain't finna let no schwazzy-ass quarterback do him like that. I even got lippy with my team one time, and guess what they said? Fuck that guy. I'm telling you. 
So it happens. Like, you just got to take it on the chin and be like, I fucked up. We got out of here with one. Or I fucked up. We lost it. We shouldn't. That shouldn't have happened. That's on me. I should have produced more. Um, I should have been able to help support my defense by putting points on the board and not putting so much stress on them. And we out. And that, sh- that would have saved Zach Wilson. And I think he has some growing up to do. Uh, last of the segments, let's go to the two-minute drill and Cardinals fans are calling for the firing of Coach Cliff Kingsbury after a lackluster, at best, poor performance out in Arizona. Uh, so, real quick here. Let me read you some headlines, okay? Here we go. Dear, dear Arizona Cardinals, it's time, the time has come to fire Cliff. RaisingArizona.com. ArizonaCentral.com. Arizona Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury, coach firing. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury will be fired before the end of the season. Alex Ballatine writes. <laughs> um, on Twitter, there's an account that is working right now called Fire Cliff Kingsbury. It's at fire underscore cliff. Uh, just a man fighting for Arizona sports. Whatever Arizona sports lose... <laughs> I like that guy. Uh, Sports Illustrated reporting that the Bleacher Report predicts that Cliff Kingsbury will be fired. Will the Cardinals fire Cliff Kingsbury? Arizona slow. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury stays in the present as Cardinals try. Um, NFL fans predict which head coaches will be fired. Should the Cardinals fire Cliff Kingsbury? The next line on that article. So I wanted to share all of that with you guys because anyone could expect any Cardinals fan to be completely upset after what they saw last night. What they, what really what we've been seeing all season. I'm a Cardinals fan too. So even really what we've been seeing all season, any Cardinals fan could easily be upset. And wrote that today after what we saw last night, right? Well, Bazinga. Long pause for effect. <laughs> Bazinga. Here's what I mean. Ready? iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio says Cardinals should fire Cliff Kingsbury. So I'm laughing. I'm giggling at you guys because everybody should be writing this today, right? Everybody should be writing this today after what the fuck we saw last night with Arizona, right? But check this out. These are the dates of these articles. October 20th, 2022. November 7th, 2022. November 9th, 2022. October 20th, 2022. November 5th, 2022. Oh, there's the Arizona Cardinals Firecliff Kingsbury uh, Twitter account. Love that guy. Uh, a- a- but he needs to move to Instagram because I'm not on Twitter. azcentral.com's article, November 9th. Dear, dear Arizona Cardinals, the headline. It's time. The time has come to fire Cliff. October 31st, Halloween weekend, guys. The Monday after Halloween. Wings debacles. My point is this, folks. We should all be saying this right now. A lot of Arizona news outlets have been saying this for most of the season. But let me go one step further on that, guys. Let me take one little step further on that, folks. My fellers out there, my chickadees. Let me go one step harder on this subject. I've been saying this since they hired Cliff Kingsbury. And I go back to exactly what I said back then. 
I go back to what I said in, in, in 2019 then. I go back to what I said in 2020 when me and Podcast P started Blunt Football Talk. I go back to last year in 2021. By God, I go to this year. I have been saying it since they hired him that this man deserves to be fired, that this man should not be an NFL head coach, that he has not proven that he is worthy of being a head coach. By God, the man hasn't been worthy of being a college coach. That's why he was fired by the Red Raiders. His only claim to fame is he coached Patrick Mahomes. Fine. Fuck it. Best you should have did was made him the quarterback's coach for, 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 for Kyler coming out of his rookie year, but you shouldn't have made him the head coach. But obviously, you see the problems on the sideline, you see the arguments, and you should have not have extended Cliff Kingsbury before you extended your quarterback, because now you're going to have to pay the motherfucker to sit on fucking Fox News and bitch about football. Peace out, you Bat rat bastards, I'm going to break. When we get back, we're going to break down this week's prediction, the MVP. And, of course, there is some shake-up in the Power Five, and I mean shaking, no breaking. Your mama took nine months to make it, so we swacka, 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 shaking it up. But we can't shake it up until we get back for the break. So, let's go to break. This break is brought to you by us. When business comes around, goes around, this holiday season, you might be up, but later you'll be down. Just remember that Wake and Bake America is a great advertisement company and a great way to be top of mind advertisement on this show. Real simple. Get your ad dollars working right, and trust us, we're the most affordable place you're ever going to sponsor a podcast in your life, man. So I tell you what, choose a place that people that choose us listen, right? That's fancy. I say that, but all it really means is people listen to us. So you should choose us, right? (laughs) It's affordable. It's top of mind. It's advertising, but you got to be at the right place to get the right info. So send us a a inquiry at info at wake, the letter in bake America show.com. That's info at wake, the letter in bake America show.com. Get that inquiry in. We would love to speak to you. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, this break, uh, uh, by the way, when we get back, we're going to be doing what we said. This break brought to you by Stone Panda NFTs. Get into the blockchain, get into the metaverse, get into the digital access of gaining it, man. But you got to be in the right place if you want that market power. That's right. So stop by StonePandaNFT.com. Check out the creators at StonePandaNFT.com. Also check out social media, StonePandaNFT.com, higher quality news. Check out Stone Panda. It's traded on Polygon. Results and success may vary from person to person. So be savvy, be slick, and do yo. All right, we'll be back after the break. In my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans. Get in the blockchain, gain digital assets and market power with the creators at StonedPandaNFT.com. Stop by StonedPandaNFT.com or follow StonedPandaNFT on social media. Get into the metaverse by going full panda panda. StonedPandaNFT is traded on Polygon. Results and success may vary by person. shit we're back okay we're back my bad my bad it is blunt football talk it is brought to you by none other than 
Rebel Hair Art, when it comes to the next haircut you need, trims, colors, or the next special event, you want to look great this holiday season, right? Then you need Jamie for that Christmas party, that Thanksgiving do, that what it do, foo. She's actually gone this week, so you're screwed. She leaves tomorrow on vacation, I'm pretty sure, but so you're screwed. But anyway, um, but you do need Jamie from Rebel Hair Art at Studio One Salon. Stop by and see Jamie at Studio One, 4709 North Academy Boulevard, or you can call Jamie at Rebel Hair Art. 719-262-9011. That's 719-262-9011. So, guys, um, we are back, and it is time to get straight to it so that we can get out of here for the holiday weekend, Thanksgiving. Remember, a bunch of games this week. Before we can get to that, I'm going to get to my top fives, and we'll break them down. Who, what, when, where, how, and why. I've got me another brewski loaded up in the koozie. It's my Arizona Cardinals koozie. should be painted black right now. Every that door is red. I want it painted black. <laughs> Sorry. Whoa. Full Rolling Stones spaz out. My bad. Um, so let's go to the MVP list first. My MVP list is amazing and simple and awesome. Coming up on the MVP list, number honorable mention. <laughs> uh Actually, a defensive player, first defensive player of the year to make the list. Only the second non-quarterback to make the list this year. That's right. We've got Micah Parsons from the Dallas Cowboys coming in as the honorable mention. At number five, a little bit of a shuffle up here with the MVP guys, but at number five, I've got Jalen Hurts. At number four, I have Josh Allen. At number three, I have the baby tuna. I like to call him the little dolphin tuna. And, of course, Lamar. Lamar Jackson at number two. You can be mad at me for these. I love the hate. Send your hate mail to podcastp at info at wake the letter in bake. That's where all my hate mail goes. And then, of course, coming in at number one, sitting at eight and two with his team in first place in his division, sitting near the top, ready to be the top. I don't know. I just, I just want to say it that way. They actually have the best record in the uh, AFC with the Kansas City Chiefs at 8-2. and two. Um, So I like the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs at 8-2. and two. They do have the best record in the AFC, and I like Patrick Mahomes as number one for MVP right meow if it ended today, per se. Let's go over to the Power Five, and it's kind of nice. I don't know if the guys here arguing with me. It's just this is the list. No debates. I mean, I debated with myself about it. I guess that counts, you know, whatever. Call your mom. Um, But anyway, um, (laughs) call your mom. So, um, so the power five list is pretty easy. My honorable mention, just like the last few weeks has kind of remained Baltimore. They just, they keep winning, but it ain't pretty. It's gritty. I trust that they can win some gritty games. It's gritty. But they definitely aren't winning. Damn it. Like they were early on when they were in our Power 5 quite a bit. Um, But I think that the difference maker is as Lamar Jackson seems to find his way um, up the MVP list. A lot of people still think he's probably going to win it in Vegas, you know, Vegas odds-wise. Um, not surprised there, though. So let's take a look at my power five, now that you know the honorable mention. So coming in at number five, 
like the Miami Dolphins. They're in a bye week. I think they slipped a little from last week because of that. But like I said, we're at a point in the season where the bye week isn't your friend. You can get past somebody during the bye week. It's like a pit stop in NASCAR, man, on a green flag or on a green light. Or technically it's a green flag, but yeah. But still, it's like a it's like a taking a pit stop on a green flag. You're gonna have to catch up, but they lost a couple laps when you was doing your thing. So don't be a hater, you know? So um, but I do think the Dolphins will probably climb if they continue to be successful as they have. I got Buffalo going up a little bit after that win. Um, just a good bounce back win after a tough loss. So I like that. I've got Dallas at number three. And I'm going to tell you, there's no fucking way I'm going to put the Dallas Cowboys in front of the Philadelphia Eagles. Not even if the Eagles lose this week. I will tell you why, though. Because, no. Fuck that shit. FTP. The Buffalo Bills and the Dolphins, the only reason that that division leader is might not be the one that's at the top there, because um, I think Miami does hold the tiebreaker over them, if I remember right. But what I'm saying to that is, is that's spot four and five, for fuck's sake. We can debate that. But I'm not putting the Dallas Cowboys above the Philadelphia Eagles not at least while the Eagles at least have one more win than Dallas because of where they sit and how this thing is shaping out. But I will tell you something. Boy, Philly better look out, yo. Because the way they've been playing the last few weeks versus the way Dallas has been playing the last few weeks, yo, it ain't the same. It ain't the same. And you got Dak Prescott courting Odell Beckham Jr. to come like he's in contact with them have your people call my people level shit y'all like we are speaking now you know what I mean like damn I digress this is blood football talk it's pro football done unprofessional so unprofessional we'll take a smoke break right in the middle of the motherfucker because we're well we're unprofessional so um we're going to move on. We're going to get the picks of the week out of the way. Uh, everybody loves good food, creativity, and hard work. Then you got to love Sam's Creations because she's award-winning cannabis creation. She's an award-winning cannabis chef. That's Sam's Creations. Uh, that's Sam's with the Z Creations with the Z. You can find her on Facebook, Instagram, and IG and all that good stuff. Sam's with the Z uh, Creations with the Z. Or you can give her a call and put your order in today. 719 719- Two eight three seventeen oh one. That's seven one nine two eight three seventeen oh one. So let's get to it right now. We're getting away from all this negativity, and we're going to get into this week's pickums. And I mean, I'm in first place. I've won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks. I've held the top spot for eight weeks on this show. I've been knocked out of the top spot one, two, three weeks because Scotty had week one, podcast P had week six, and week nine, and then I have come back. Um, as we enter the latter part of the season and heading towards the playoffs, playoffs, yeah, it's that time, guys. We are ten, we are ten games in. If you have your bye week, guys, let that sink in. We have eight to go or seven to go. Um, oh, oh so yeah, it's it, it is it's exciting. This is week twelve already. Let that sink in. I mean, gee golly, it is week twelve of eighteen. So in week twelve, on. Thanksgiving, we've got a great lineup for you guys. We cannot lie. So, <clears throat> the Bills, coming off a good win, are going to be traveling to Detroit. Where the, and the Detroit Lions are just coming off of murder. 
But I still like the Bills in this one. Uh, it's just a little hard to grab Detroit. Uh, you know, they've won three in a row, to be fair to them. Can they make it four in a row against the Buffalo Bills? I'm not sure. You know what? It's so I want to take them as the upset pick. Oh, I want to take them so bad. The Lions, this is a good upset pick. This is a dog-eat-dog-world good upset pick right here. But I just don't know they can pull it off. I'm going to take the Bills. I'm sorry. i got to move on. Okay, so the 7-3 and three New York Giants against the 7-3 and three Dallas Cowboys at home. I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm sorry. The Giants have kind of started to lack off, whereas the Cowboys literally are, are, are just, like I said, what they did to Minnesota. Like, you felt like if you had been a boxing coach, you would have, you would have, you would have been like Mickey just throwing, you know, throwing a towel so they didn't kill him. You're like, get, Rock, get up, Rock. Don't get up. No, you know what? Don't get up. Um, so then... Uh, the New England Patriots coming in at six and four. They're going to travel over to Minnesota at eight and two, and I think that Minnesota will go ahead and get back on track in this game. Um, maybe even creep back into the top five after this one. <clears throat> Tampa Bay coming back off a bye week. They're going to be taking on the Cleveland Browns, and I in Cleveland, but I do actually like Tampa on this. And they've had two weeks to prepare for this team. They have a good up front, so they could stop this run. And uh, I just don't think that Cleveland's found a way to put it together. Um, is this the week? No, next week is the week that you know who comes back and starts, and I think that's going to be very interesting at that point. Uh, also, um, the the controversy, not so much the game. Ha ha. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals going to be six and four. They go over to take on the Tennessee Titans. I like the Tennessee Titans in this one, but this is a toss up pick for me as far as like spreads and picks and stuff. Houston going to be on the road at eight and one or one and eight and one going to be on the road in Miami and uh, 99% of the country picking Miami on that one. And I'm going to be with that 99%. Um, we got the Chicago bears going to the New York jets. I, I do think Johnny's going to get his ice cream this week. Uh, but you know, <laughs> uh, we'll see. Um, this could be a chance for the Bears to strike. Uh, of course, the Atlanta Falcons are going to be heading out to take on the Washington Commanders. Yo, Haneke is hot. 3-1 and one is a starter so far since he took over for the, what I'm referring to as a bust and a bad locker room guy in Carson Wentz. He's a Ryan Leaf. Watch, you'll see. Denver Broncos, except he got a Super Bowl ring, to be fair. But he wasn't the starter, to be fair. So, Denver Broncos uh, at three and seven going to be heading out to Carolina. Maybe get a little sunshine, but they won't. But they'll also have a little rain, if you know what I'm saying. Wink, wink, because <laughs> it's it's not going to be good. I think the Carolina Panthers. No, nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing, y'all. Broncos should get out of there to win. Uh, there's some scuttlebutt um, on the seas, the high seas, that the Carolina Panthers are going to be starting uh, Sam Darnoldson, which only makes me even more confident that that Denver that that Denver defense. This will be a battle of defenses, guys. I expect this thing to be 17 to 14, 17 to 10, 14 to 10, 10 to 13, like really close, small game. Jamal, where both offenses have, have struggled to produce and their defenses have actually kind of stood up and did well at times. Um, the Baltimore Ravens going to be taking on Jacksonville in Jacksonville. I don't see Jacksonville getting much done in this one. And then the uh, Los Angeles Chargers going to be heading out to Arizona where we don't even know if Kyler Murray's starting. <clears throat> so at this point, I'm going to have to go with the Chargers and be a betrayer of my team, okay? My son will probably come up and watch this and throw it in my face. It'll be fun. What'll be fun is if we beat them. <laughs> so, 
Um, the Las Vegas Raiders, they're going to head out to Seattle, where I think Seattle coming off a bye, having a rest, uh, having a chance to get a little R&R, you know, I think they get the win here. You got Los Angeles. They're going to be going out to Kansas City. I don't think they stand a chance in Arrowhead. I don't think they stand a chance in SoFi. Let's just keep it real. Uh, the New Orleans Saints going to be taking off and launching ship getting busy with it out in San Francisco where they're going to lose. Just saying. That San Francisco team is a nightmare. They have every, they have two solid running backs now because they got their guys back. They have one, two solid receivers, three, a third good one, and then their backs out the backfield are both good receiving running backs. They have a tight end who is all pro. Um, yikes. Like, and the thing is, Arizona held them at bay the first half, but they really figured them out that second half. You know what I mean? I mean, they really, really, really figured them out that second half. So um, so that's part of the problem, I guess, or if you want to call it a problem. Um, and then uh, the problem for us. Green Bay, I feel like I'm saying what the guys would say to me anyway. Um, Green Bay Packers going to be heading out to the Philadelphia Eagles. I actually like the Eagles in this game. They just keep finding a way. They just keep winning. You know, they dropped one here, there, to the Commanders, but they just keep winning. Besides the Commanders. So after that, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're going to be going out to the Colts. I like the Colts in this one. The Steelers are just struggling. You know, they got all kinds of rookie problems and rookie, 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 don't take that. Don't talk back. Rookie smack. So, yeah, they got problems. Anyway, I was having fun with that. Maybe, maybe even too much. That might be the booze or the beer talking. I'm not doing booze today. I'm doing beer. So that might be the beer talking. But anyway, I'm going to get out of here for the day. It is, of course, Blunt Football Talk. That's Pro Football Done Unprofessional with Scotty Pippen, Mr. Trey. I really do. Uh, and, of course, Podcast P. I really do hope that you guys enjoy uh, your holiday with your family. Be safe safe travels, um, have fun, you know, eat a lot, be merry, be thankful. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that, uh, there's five people that aren't going to be at Thanksgiving. So, um, you know, yeah. It's Thanksgiving time, the one day a year Where you invite the folks that you normally fear It's Thanksgiving time, when you are forced to see Every single bad apple on your whole family tree Yeah, you're technically related, but they don't show your genes Cousin-in-laws, whatever that means. They won't be at your wedding, you don't know their full name. One's a failed magician, and the other's just insane. It's Thanksgiving time, no one said it'd be fun. Like when you're on Siobhan.